Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. What's up, everybody? This is Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, H-A-W-G sports.com. It's a big week for Arkansas sports, really all of them. I mean, when we think about the baseball team and the work that they've gotten off to and the basketball team and what's ahead for them uh, with a top 20 matchup in Bud Walton Arena coming up against Alabama. And quietly, spring football starting to creep up just right around the corner. Of course, recruiting never stops. Uh, Curtis Wilkerson is going to join us to talk about some of that. We're going to get to your questions as well. All that and more on Hog Sports Live. Okay, before we get started with any of the watch and listen type stuff, I want to mention this to everybody because this to me is, this is the sweetest deal we've ever done, okay? We are right now offering 50% off at Hog Sports with CBS All Access for absolutely free, okay? We've done some pretty good promotions before, but we've, we've never done anything like this. So I've done everything I can to get this out there because what this breaks down to, first of all, Normally, this whole package is $207, okay? And you're going to get it all for $53.70 for the entire year. That's hogsports.com VIP membership and CBS All Access, which is going to transition over to Paramount Plus on March 4th. That's normally $100 a year. And the cool thing about it is you get it for as long as you're subscribed to Hogsports. So if you're subscribed to Hogsports for 10 years, you get this streaming service, Paramount Plus, for the entire, I mean, that's a hundred dollars value right there. It's commercial free. It's so when it flips up, so CBS all access right now has a ton of content, you know, all the shows, um, you know, some exclusives to CBS all access movies and stuff. But when it Paramount plus joins in, you take this huge umbrella of all the Paramount content, the movies, shows, all that stuff with CBS plus comedy central, Nickelodeon for the kids, MTV, Smithsonian. I mean, I could keep going on all the content you get from this. So, for those who aren't familiar with it, it is newer. Uh, it's kind of like in the same vein as Netflix or Disney Plus or something like that. Um, so it is a ton of free content that you get just for having a Hogsport subscription. And also, those people who are currently subscribed, who are monthly members, you can upgrade 50% off right now. And uh, you can update to a, a yearly subscription for 50% off and still get CBS All Access. We've never offered that. Like, if you're at a discounted rate, you haven't been able to get that before. So... March 4th, this flips over. You're going to want to take advantage of that right now. HAWGsports.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. We're just doing this for a couple of weeks. But this, to me, is the best deal that we have ever offered. And we're actually at Hog Sports right now. Last check, we're leading the network in new signups for this. So... 
it's a good time to follow the Hogs with baseball coming up, you know, actually starting Arkansas off to a 2-0 two, two start with the basketball team being ranked, March Madness right around the corner, spring football coming up, recruiting never stops. All right, just to jump into a couple of things, appreciate you guys listening to me on that. I'm not going to go into the other stuff, but, I mean, this is just – this is an incredible deal. I mean, all the stuff that you get with Hog Sports, with all of our VIP content, our crystal ball projections, the recruiting stuff you get with Danny, the insider information you get with Curtis, with basketball, baseball, the stuff that I like to think I provide for football. I mean, and then everything you get with the 24-7 Sports Network. It's, a, it's an incredible, incredible deal. Really excited about that, if you can't tell. Sorry about the audio issues earlier. We got that worked out. So Arkansas continues the rise in the top 20, 346 votes in today's release, even though they didn't play against Texas A&M. They still moved up four spots. Arkansas 17 and 5, 9 and 4. They'd be 11 and 4 right now. We'd be talking about nine straight SEC game wins going into the Alabama game. Very exciting. It's been a long time since there's been a top 20 matchup. Alabama's sixth, by the way. Pretty cool. That's at 8 o'clock ESPN 2. And you get LSU after that. I believe it's at 1 on Saturday. You can read the full AP Top 25 and a breakdown of each team and Curtis's also individual breakdown of Arkansas and what it means. Pretty cool. So the LSU game is ESPN or ESPN2 on Saturday, February 27th, also from Bud Walton Arena. So you get back-to-back home games. Then you get South Carolina from Columbia, March 2nd. And then you get eight days. You get eight days before the SEC tournament. So I don't see any way possible, really, that they – you know, they maybe they make up one Texas A&M game. How do you decide which game, the home game or the away game? Is Texas A&M – I mean, they've got – they haven't played since January 30th. I mean, it feels like at this point they should just opt out of the season the way things have gone. But they're still there. I mean, Arkansas was loading the bus, loading the bus to go to College Station. You know Texas A&M knew that they weren't going to be able to play this game. Arkansas tried to scramble to try to get an opponent non-conference, had the okay to do it, couldn't get it done. I mean, it's so much to do in such a short amount of time. Maybe they'd been given an extra day of notice or something. I know that was disappointing to a lot of people, Hog fans. I know I was disappointed. I was looking forward to seeing them play, go down there, play Texas A&M. But still moved up four spots. SEC tournament starts March 10th on a Wednesday. Arkansas is in real good shape right now. So baseball season started off with a 13-9 win over Texas Tech. Then Arkansas beat Texas 4-0 last night. Both these went really late, especially that Texas Tech game. And I want to jump in with Curtis Wilkerson. For those of you who aren't familiar with Curtis, he does a fantastic job. Been with us about six or seven months now. You can follow him at Kurt Wilkerson underscore. Curtis is a former NAIA player, coach, administrator, former scout. I used to work at Busting Brackets, Prep Poops before we brought him on. So he brings just a tremendous knowledge. He's from, originally from Macquarie, Arkansas, also taking the lead here for us for uh, – uh, taking the lead here for us for um, – uh, Razorback baseball also. So, see what Kurt has to say. 
about last night's game and, and the way the hey, season started. Hey, Curtis, can you hear me okay? I can hear you just <laughs> fine. <laughs> we had a little bit of a problem with the audio, but we got it worked out now. Um, so we're just kind of talking a little bit about basketball and, and baseball before we talk any football and recruiting stuff. And uh, you covered the team last night, beat Texas 4-0, beat Texas Tech 13-0, 13-9, excuse me. And uh, got TCU tonight, I believe it's 6 o'clock tonight. So what are you seeing out of these Diamond Hogs so far? Pretty pretty impressive start. Yeah, it is. It's really impressive. You know, Dave Van Horn, he, he kind of downplayed it a little bit coming in the weekend saying, hey, you know, Arkansas has gone to events like this early in the season in the past and, you know, gone 3-0 and and then had a bad year. And, you know, there's been times where they've gone 1-2 and or maybe even 0-3 and, and then wound up in Omaha. So you don't take a whole lot of stock into, you know, these early season events like that as teams are trying to figure themselves out. But you got to think it's pretty good for the confidence to go mm-hmm. pick up two top 10 wins in a row. I mean, it's kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, these two games. Texas Tech, about, I think, what you'd expect from a first game. You know, kind of sloppy, a little wild, a lot of runs scoring on pass balls and errant throws and things like that. But Arkansas rallied. They found a way to win. Uh, you turn around to Texas last night, and it was just a masterful pitching performance. I mean, mm-hmm. you had three guys for Arkansas that were dynamite. Peyton Paulette, uh, the starter, goes four and a third. He strikes out eight and only allows a hit. I mean, he was he was electric. And then Caleb Bolton was just as good the final four innings of the game. A much cleaner game. You, you pitch a shutout against the top ten team. You get timely hitting. Brady Slavens, you know, drives on all four runs, hits the big three-run shot in the sixth inning, and here you are, 2-0, and with a, a chance to sweep against three top ten teams if they get it done tonight. What's this rotation going to look like? Look in your crystal ball. What's the weekend rotation here? I, I think it's interesting. Like, Connor Nolan, you know, there hasn't even been a whole lot of talk about him. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. You know, I think if you asked in the fall or, you know, throughout this entire time during the offseason, that conversation probably started with Connor Nolan and then Patrick Wicklander, the two mm-hmm. guys who've been in the rotation. Uh, you know, and I know I know Nolan had some struggles in the fall, and I, I think he's been a little bit better in the preseason during the spring. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we see him out of the bullpen tonight. And then Wicklander, uh, you know, we got out to a couple scrimmages in the preseason the last couple of weeks, and he really struggled with his command. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be what got him. But obviously both those guys are talented enough to be weekend starters in the SEC. But then you just see the arm talent and the depth on this team so far. You know, Vermillion, who started uh, Saturday evening, he was a closer last year. And, you know, they're stretching him out as a starter. And you can see his stuff. He pitched well. Uh, you know, didn't probably go as deep into the game as he would have liked to. But Van Horn had those guys on a pitch count for opening weekend, 70, 75 pitches. I think he did enough to earn another look. Then Paulette, I mean, he's got the makeup of a, of a Friday night guy. If he can carry over what he did last night, you know, moving forward, some really electric stuff for him. And then there was a lot of debate about that third spot. You know, would it be a Connor Nolan? Would it be a freshman you know, who they're really excited about? Another arm we might see tonight, Jackson Wiggins who comes in and, and, you know, indications are he's throwing 97, 98. So an exciting guy to see, but they're going to go with Houston transfer lefty, you know, put a lefty out there to give a different look in Lyle Lockhart. He was a weekend starter at Houston for two years. So we'll see what he's made of. 
you know, after the game, Van Horn talked about, you know, Caleb Bolden, who shut things down last night, could be a guy in line for a start. So I think it's fluid. You know, I, I think the first two guys have, have kind of made their case for staying in there, but I wouldn't be surprised to see several guys get their shot before SEC play starts in about three weeks. Curtis Wilkerson joining us. Curtis does a fantastic job covering Razorback baseball, basketball, football, basketball recruiting. A lot of great insight there. So, baseball game is tonight, February 22nd, for those listening or watching later, <laughs> against 10 TCU at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time from Globe Life Field in Arlington. This basketball team doesn't even have to play, and they move up four spots, Curtis. <laughs> yeah, isn't that something? You know, it, it, it was a shame the way everything went down with – the Texas A&M game, you know, obviously Arkansas was, was loading up on the bus to head down there on Friday and got the last-minute news that that game was going to be postponed due to, you know, some really ongoing COVID issues with the Aggies. And, you know, they, they haven't played since that SEC Big 12 Challenge on January 30th. At some point, you wonder, are they even going to come back and play at all? I, it's a it's a terrible situation over there. You feel bad for, you know, the student-athletes. Uh, but it really kind of puts the SEC in a bind in terms of, you know, how they're going to determine who's going to get these makeup games and, you know, who's going to wind up short. I, I have no idea what they're going to do. It might be something that we asked Eric Musselman in his uh, press conference a little bit later today. But, you know, Arkansas did have a chance to impress in their midweek. You know, they, they hosted a really talented Florida team that's projected in the NCAA tournament, uh, you know, built up a 15-point lead in the second half saw it evaporate all of a sudden they're down by one but they rallied and, and picked up a double-digit win mm -hmm. against a quality opponent there at home and you know you combine that with some other teams losing I mean you look at that top 25 poll even in the SEC teams ahead of Arkansas last week like Missouri like Tennessee all took some bad losses and Arkansas passed them up so Moving up to number 20, that's exciting. You love to see that. Uh, and then bringing in, you know, the number six team in the country on Wednesday in Alabama for, for a rematch. I'm sure Arkansas still has a bad taste in their mouth after that first one. And, you know, you, you just wish that Bud Walton could be filled up for that. But I, I have a feeling the 4,000 or so that they can pack into that place, it's going to be a little bit of a rowdy crowd. I would imagine everybody that can come to that game is going to go to that game. No I also um, – I wonder, like, if you remember the last time that Arkansas played Alabama, there was uh, that practice that Musselman had. Remember after the LSU game, he just That's wasn't right. he just was not pleased with the way that they played <laughs> and ran them through that grueling practice. Said it it may impact us in the Alabama game, but this needs to be a practice where they look back and remember. And uh, it might have it might have impacted them against Alabama, but. Um, they're play, there's, it's, a, it's a different team. They've got Justin Smith back. Alabama's extremely good, obviously. So, it should be an interesting matchup. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a fun one. I, I had actually forgot about that mm -hmm. practice that they had there. But, yeah, thinking back to it, you could, you could see that they probably had some fatigue. And that was Justin Smith's return, and he was nowhere near yeah. uh, ready from a conditioning standpoint or, you know, in terms of his health. So That's right. That's right. the game he came back on. Yeah, yeah wasn't anywhere close. Yeah. And that's the if you think if you think about where they were at that point, that's the last SEC game Arkansas lost, mm -hmm. and so they've wow. been unblemished, you know, since that point, with the exception of the Oklahoma State game and the non-conference. Uh, you're right; it's just a, a very different team at this point in Arkansas. Alabama, you know, was on the rise then, but they've really ascended into a 
a top 10 program. So it's, it's, you, you can almost throw that last game out the window. It feels like this mm. should be a good matchup and a much more competitive game. feels like if Arkansas wins two of these next three, then they're pretty well set for uh, a second place finish in the SEC. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's something to really keep an eye on. You know, I, it'd be nice if Arkansas could sneak up there and catch Alabama, but mm. they would have to win out. Alabama would have to lose out. That's probably unlikely, but yeah, right now, Arkansas is in a, a second-place tie with LSU. LSU has a tiebreaker, obviously. They won the first matchup against the Razorbacks. But, mm. you know, if, if you handle your business at home, uh, or like you said, win two out of those three games and especially beat LSU, uh, you got a chance to pass those guys up and take control of that second spot. And You know, you really want the top four to get that double bye in the SEC tournament. But And wouldn't it be something for a team that started off two and four and we were kind of wondering at that time, you know, what the heck is going on with these guys to fight all the way back and, and get the second place and a top 25 ranking Pretty remarkable turnaround. Yeah. All right, Curtis. Appreciate you, brother. Always. All right. That's Curtis Wilkerson. Again, you can follow Curtis's stuff at HAWGsports.com. He just does a great job. And uh, you can follow him at Kurt Wilkerson underscore. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're still there. Get off there, Curtis. All right. Let's shift gears a little bit. Talk about some spring football, right? So the way things look right now, First of all, nothing has been set. No schedule has been released. But this is about the time when you start hearing about, like, I always, like, look back. You know, I set alerts and stuff, like, when things are about to be expected. And on the 20th last year, they actually announced Arkansas's, when Arkansas would go on SEC media days. And they haven't done that yet. So be looking for that. Uh, They also, right around this time, um, announced Arkansas's, um, red-white game when that's going to be. Now, Florida has canceled their red-white game due to Bill, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium being used for vaccinations and for um, testing. Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium isn't being used for that, at least not right now. So I don't think that's a concern of the red-white game being canceled. We certainly want to see that because there's so much stuff to look forward to. Hopefully we get some more access to practices uh, than we had last time. I'm hoping since it's the spring that we'll get that. I just don't see any reason why not. But just a few of the key storylines here. Uh, well, first of all, spring football last year started March 15th. We got to go over this. Okay. So spring football started March 15th last year, which was a Monday. And the reason I think they did that so they could get three practices in before spring break started. A lot of coaches like to, like to hold the practices, go to spring break, 
you know, maybe you get time to think about the things that you just went through and, and, you know, just dive straight into it after that. Well, this year, that would be March 16th, but there's not spring break this year because of COVID. What they've done is student holidays. So instead of, you know, what was it, March 22nd, something like that, when they were supposed to have spring, uh, spring break, now they've got February 23rd, I think. Let me see, what are, what are my dates here? Uh, see, they've got February 22 through 23 is a student holiday, March 25th through 26th is a student holiday, and April 2nd is a student holiday. So basically what you've gotten is three long weekends instead of a spring break. So maybe enough time to chill, but probably not enough time to head across straight state lines and go to Florida and have a wild spring break, uh, which I guess you would probably discourage right now during COVID times. So that's how things have happened. So I think maybe you see them start March 17th on a Tuesday, because usually in spring you go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then, you know, after you get your your full pads on and all that stuff, um, that next Saturday is usually your first scrimmage. So maybe March 17th, maybe give or take a week. It's hard to imagine them giving, like, going after that. I think March 17th probably the latest possible date that they would start spring drills. So quarterback battle is going to be very interesting. You know, I hear a lot about K.J. Jefferson, you know, and – they're just really pleased with the way he progressed last year. The action that he got in the Missouri game, accounting for four touchdowns. You know, I've talked about that game. Arkansas lost 50-48, to 48, but it wasn't because of K.J. Jefferson. I mean, they go into the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead, score two touchdowns. He also completes a two-point conversion pass. Most people would say, yeah, Arkansas is winning that game, but they lost. So, from what I hear, you know, like, you know, Felipe Franks, did some great things at Arkansas. Arkansas doesn't get off to the start that they had last year without Felipe Franks. But, you know, with KJ being in the system for a couple years now, with as many as four years of eligibility left if he wants it with a COVID shirt, if that battle's kind of even in the spring, then, you know, maybe Felipe didn't just come out as the unquestioned starter, you know? So, and at least that's kind of some of the stuff I hear. And then, you know, Malik Cornsby probably a little more unknown from, you know, how he might do if he got into a game. He just really had those two carries, uh, you know, in, during the season, I think, when K.J. was out. But Malik, you know, for two guys that are dual-threat quarterbacks, they couldn't be more different. I mean, K.J. is that long strider, 6'3", 240, move-a-pile type of guy. Malik Cornsby more like probably 190 now, 6'2", shifty, quick. Um, you know, probably a little bit more polished up as a passer at the same stage when K.J. arrived. Still going to have some things to work out, obviously. Um, 13 early enrollees, that's obviously very intriguing, you know, how much, you know, with all these, like, wide receivers that return with a lot of talent. Um, you know, what does Raheem Sanders look like with that group? You know, what's um, Jaden Wilson, Keetron Jackson? You know, those guys have all enrolled early. Even, you know, even all the way down to kicker. Cameron Little was number one ranked kicker prospect in the country. What's that look like? Plenty of position battles, not just quarterback. I mean, there's seven starters on the seven players on the offensive line with starting experience. You know, there there can't be that many. You know, defensive line should be an intriguing battle. You know, even tied in with uh, Blake Kern and Hudson Henry battling out. You know, both those guys are going to be used. But wide receiver, you know, Devion Warren is going to be limited in the spring. He's not going to go through contact. Is that putting behind Jaqueline Crawford? Just Trey Knox, is he a guy that returns to his freshman form? Does Darren Turner introduce himself? So there's some interesting things at wide receiver heading into the spring also. And, you know, defense, I don't think anybody's, you know, unseating Bumper Pool or Grant Morgan, but 
Um, you know, how's Levi Draper going to look? You know, he was hurt in the first game. You know, with a new linebackers coach, does he see something that maybe you didn't see in, you know, an, a, a younger a younger player? You know, like um, there's a good number of young linebackers on this roster. Kellen Burrell, um, you know, for example, like that freshman class, there was, there was a decent number who came in. So, like, do those guys make their presence? Not, you know, does Andrew Parker finally take that next step? to really push him for playing time. What does Michael Scherer see in those guys? And then all the assistant coaches, you know, that, that, that trickles all the way down. Defensive line, you know, can uh, Jermile Ashley, can he make Mateo Soli the pass rusher that he should be? Now, he's played with a cast on his hand for a lot, but he doesn't have any sacks in two years in college. This is a guy that had like 25 as a senior in high school, and he can't get any sacks. I think that's one reason they brought in a former defensive end, a guy that was all Big 12. Not only for, you know, helping recruiting and recruiting Tulsa area, but got to get some pressure on the quarterback. There's some, there's some good players at defensive end. So, anyway, we'll see how the schedule shakes out. Last year, the red-white game was Saturday, April 25th, so Saturday, April 17th might make more sense this year, you know, especially with the, the spring break, you know, not counting or not being part of it. We'll see how it shakes out. Something interesting to think about. We got breakdowns on all different position groups if you want to read these. VIP breakdowns. Something you can get with your CBS All Access VIP membership at Hogsports. I'm gonna I'm gonna transition over to your questions now. And you know, if we got more time, maybe we'll come back on on some spring football. But again, I've got to mention to you guys once more, this this promo is the best one I think we've ever done. And we've done some great promos, but this one to me trumps it. Again, it is CBS All Access, which transitions over to Paramount Plus on March 4th, which vastly includes, improves the library. I mean, it's vastly. So for those who aren't familiar, you know, you're familiar with Netflix, you're familiar with Disney Plus, Hulu, all these different streaming services, Prime. This is this is like that, and I've already I've already watched a ton of shows on there. There's a lot of good content. I've watched some movies that they have. Again, it's a normal ninety nine dollar ninety nine ninety nine annual value. You get absolutely free, and Hog Sports, which is normally one hundred and seven dollars and forty cents. I don't know why that's the price, but that's it. That's what we settled on. One hundred seven dollars and forty cents is half off. So for fifty three dollars and seventy cents, you get a value of two hundred seven dollars and thirty nine cents. You get a year subscription to Hog Sports and the start of a free subscription for as long as you're subscribed to Hog Sports of Paramount Plus slash CBS All Access. Commercial free. It's a great deal. It really is. I'm very impressed that they put this together. Very thankful that they put this together. Because I think this is going to open a lot of doors. I mean, it's too good of a deal to turn down, especially with spring football starting up here. Really good, really good deal. So sign up for that at hawgsports.com. You go to the go to the site, part of the twenty four seven Sports Network. Go to the site. You'll see plenty of places to click on that. There's no promo code or anything. You just sign up for the annual subscription, and you will get the deal. Fantastic offer. Really excited. If you can't tell. All right, let's get to your questions, everybody. A lot of people say they can hear me. Appreciate that. Sorry about the. Uh, the bad start there, actually. That was my bad. I just had something not plugged in all the way. 
Call the Hogs from the Golden Isles of Georgia, says Willis Hunter. Chad Everett says, welcome back Monday. Diamond Hogs look good. John Oliver says, just ready for the ba- the Bama game to see these Diamond Hogs line up with Goodhart in it. Yep, got to get him back in the lineup. He's had some, I guess, stomach issues. Steve Welton says, we would have beaten the Aggies. They just bad right now. Yeah, I mean – Arkansas should be on a nine-game SEC winning streak right now. I mean, everything changes, butterfly effect and all. But for the sake of argument, yeah, Arkansas would probably have beaten Texas A&M twice, even when they were so banged up a couple weeks ago. John Oliver says the entire program up, up, up in every sport. Yeah, everything is trending upwards. I mean, like for most sports, like baseball, basketball, I mean, those – those sports are doing great right now. Football, I think there's more encouragement than anything. But football's not really on the level of like, you know, when you talk about all the women's sports, most all the men's sports, I mean, a lot of people excited about baseball. Casey French Fulton says it was fun to be at the new stadium. The game started slow last night, but glad to see them win. Yeah, it was a slow starter. John Oliver says both starters look good. Let's see. John Oliver said TCU lost all three last year. Hope they do again this year. All right. Got to watch South Carolina. They aren't great, but they have occasional. Yeah, I mean, it's an SEC road game. I mean, people know what I always say. If you're you cannot be disappointed going on the road in the SEC, even in, even with the situation the way it is now with COVID and not full stadiums and stuff, uh, full arenas. But even with that, you cannot d- be disappointed, in my opinion, if you're on the road with a chance to win at the end. Because 50% of the time, you're going to win those. Take care of business at home. That's 12 wins in the SEC. That's a 12-6 and six record. Do a little better on the road. You know, then you might be start talking about winning the SEC. So that's that's kind of how I've always looked at it. So on the road at South Carolina, play well. You know, give yourself a chance to win in the end. But you make a good point there. <clears throat> Mike Posey says, I will be going to my third day, going to Globe Life Park. Sweet. That's awesome, Mike. You a Texas guy? Had two late starts. Hey, by the way, Texas, man, hope everybody's okay. That's That was a crazy deal with all the power outages there. In the water, man. Randy Porter says, "Does the second year of the fifty-three does the second year of this fifty-three dollar package they are promoting automatically revert back to any of the full price after the first year is over?" So, <coughs> obviously, it's a promotion uh, for new members. We want to open people's eyes to all the stuff that we offer, which most people get in. They're like, "Wow, this is great! I had no idea," you know. So, um, yeah, after you're you're eligible for the fifty-three dollars for one year for Hog Sports. Okay, but the Paramount Plus CBS All Access streaming service that remains free for the life of your subscription. So, even though you'll go from fifty-three dollars and seventy cents to paying one hundred seven dollars and forty cents after your first year, which is still a hell of a deal. I mean, this is a great deal. Period. Just the one hundred seven dollars and forty cents for the entire year subscription, but getting it half price is obviously <laughs> even better. But um, yeah, after after that, you know, you'll if you want to continue the service, it's one hundred seven dollars and forty cents. But CBS All Access is still a hundred dollar value, absolutely free, for as long as you're subscribed. 
John Oliver says, what's the recruiting class look like? Haven't heard hardly anything about it. Are you talking football, basketball, or baseball, John? John's busy today. John, the offense should have no issue putting up points. I'm guessing you're talking football. There's two extra games make up one game deficit behind Bama. Now you're back for basketball. <laughs> Jonathan Parker says, what's going on with Nolan? Why hasn't he pitched any? I think Curtis pretty much covered that, uh, if you were listening, Jonathan. And just I think maybe some other guys just, just kind of pushing on past it. Uh, what do you think the running back room will look like come the fall? So I got the roster pulled up real quick here. So the running back room – Dominic Johnson returns, Traylon Smith, Josh Oglesby. Those are your scholarship guys. I think Josh Oglesby is an intriguing player because he is like near world-class speed. I mean, he's an All-American track performer, had a foot injury last year. He's a smaller back at 5'8", 174. I would think that Traylon Smith builds on last year. I would project, you know, if they play the 12-game season, which I don't think there's any reason to think they won't play a regular football season this year with, you know, everything with, you know, COVID and vaccinations and things like that nature and the timing of football. Um, I think Traylon Smith goes for 1,000 yards. And you've got A.J. Green on board, which I think A.J. Green has a chance to be an exceptional running back. Um, good size guy, you know, probably pushing 200 pounds, 5'11"-ish, you know, not like – a huge broad-shouldered guy, but really twitched up fast. I mean, he's ran a 10-3, 800-meter dash, which is impressive, especially for a guy his size. And didn't run track last year, so maybe he's even faster than that because everything was canceled. So, J.D. on Hunt, you know, is a guy I think a lot of people overlook, another guy out of, uh, out of Oklahoma um, who has a chance to be a really good running back. You know, maybe more of a, a thunder-lightning type of combo with those two guys. So, some good young backs on campus. Off to a good start also uh, with Rashad DeBinion for the class. Just to segue into your question, uh, out of uh, Ellenwood, Georgia, Cedar Grove High School, 5'10", 185, uh, very fast, very smooth running back. Once we get some official times on him, I think you're going to see him probably bumped up to four-star status. He is a four-star on one other recruiting service. So you've got DeBinion, who sounds like a cryptocurrency, Dax Courtney out of DeWitt, who's had a knee issue, 6'6", 210, tight end. J.J. Hollingsworth, uh, defensive end, 6'4", 250. A lot of times when you see 250 in high school, they end up being defensive tackles. Doesn't mean 100%, but a lot of times. And then Eli Henderson uh, out of Duncan, South Carolina, who was a former uh, recruit of Pittman's when he was at Georgia, an offensive guard, 6'4", 290. Arkansas's class right now is ranked 25th nationally. Not a a whole lot of commitments, but you're going to see that change because they pushed back the damn signing period – or excuse me, the damn – dead period again to May over a year since some of these kids have a chance to visit campus. It's just, it's just insane. I mean, I, I get we're worried about COVID. We want to, we want to stop the spread, but these young guys here are making the most important decision of their lives and they're uninformed on it. And the coaches are too. I mean, I just, it's the college you're going to go to, a college that you're obligated to attend once you sign that letter of intent. And you don't even have a chance to visit with the coaches face-to-face, talk to a professor. I just think that you could do something, smaller groups, some kind of restrictions on those types of things to make this possible. I mean, these schools have shown, I mean, definitely Arkansas has, that they can mitigate the spread of COVID and still play sports. I just it, – I'm not a fan. Uh, I, I can understand, like – when we didn't know anything and it's like, you know, stay at home, 
everybody quarantine, don't go out, lock it down. Let's figure out what's going on. Let's figure out some treatments and, and stuff like that. I can understand like shutting recruiting down with that. Obviously I'm right there, but now we're talking about May. We know so much more about this thing. And there's reason to be scared. I'm not saying that like go out and do whatever you want, but to me, it's just like, it's important, you know, for these guys to be educated on the schools they go to and for the coaches. So, anyway, that's my thoughts on it. I think there are, you know, things you can do without just shutting it down, and that's it. Our coach is going to be able to go out in the May evaluation period. Are they going to be able to visit campuses, talk to a counselor? I mean, you hold these coaches accountable. Are you going to lax the requirements that coaches have for the players that they bring in? Because they get more and more strict each year. You're more and more accountable for the players you bring in each year in terms of academics, you know, whether it's a four-year scholarship or not, all of these types of things. Is that going to be laxed? Relaxed. All right. Where are my questions at? Here we go. All right. John Oliver says, disabled veteran, no sleep. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for everything. We love you. Casey French Fulton says, we're okay in Texas. The power outages were horrible, but sunny and 70 now. I'm thinking a lot of the people last night in the, at the game here in DFW, like me, it was nice to see all the Arkansas fans. I'm, I'm going on. I may run a 5K today. I'm going to take my dog out. We got the dog neutered. So it's like two weeks of him being shut down. He's just a puppy. And then the weather hits, and he's going crazy. Like, you know, you talk about, like, I was looking at him the other day, like we're looking eye to eye at each other. And, you know, we're looking at each other. We're just, like, sick of each other. Sick of looking at each other. You know, like, you're locked in with human beings, and you're just like, I've got to get out of this house. you got kids. You're like, i got to get my kids out of here. School, please open up. And then I'm looking at my dog, and I'm just like, he looks at me like, so tired of your face right now. But I'm going to get him out on a run today, probably pretty quickly as soon as this is over. Actually, we got Musselman press conference, so maybe after we do some stuff with Musselman. I think he's at two today. Kyle Simpson says, where do you think Arkansas is seated in the basketball NCAA tournament? Right now, the highest I've seen them is six. They take care of business against Alabama. I mean, who knows what can happen? SEC tournament always plays a role. But right now, I think probably – you know, they're going to be picked to lose against Alabama, rightfully so. Alabama's been been playing terrific. If they can enact some revenge against LSU, beat South Carolina, and then, you know, I, I figure you go into the SEC tournament as a two-seed if you do that. And then it, it could depend on what happens in the SEC tournament. I think maybe a ceiling of three even. I mean, if they were to take care – they were just to win all the rest of the games, then probably a three-seed. If they don't finish out that strong, it could be as bad as a 10, I guess. Peter Gross says, do you think we'll see Desi play more? Is he hurt or still not f- falling in the scheme right now? Well, I think there's a couple of factors. Probably, you know, the injury, first of all. He hurt his shooting shoulder. Um, so that's been a factor. Uh, Desi's always been a guy that gets hot and cold, kind of re- has to refine, you know, find his shot again. Um so that's a factor as well. And then also Devo. I mean, Devo is playing well, and Devo kind of brings a lot of the same energy type of things that Desi brings. So I think all of that. But they're going to need Desi 
just come back. They're going to need J.D. Note. J.D. Note has an ex- explosive scoring output somewhere on the horizon here. You know, he's been a little quiet too. He's also, you know, I think he kind of landed funny on his shoulder or his arm and jammed his shoulder up. So, but yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll need Desi at some point. At some point, I don't think that this team as a whole has just like everybody puts it together. Have they really had that just yet? I don't know if they have. Tim Thornberry says we pick Sui. John Oliver says team rankings has them seated six, but almost even percent between four, five, and six. They went out and could make a run and turn and could get up there. Yep, they absolutely could. They absolutely could. What else do you guys want to talk about? I'm anxious to see what happens for spring football. I mean, like right around the corner here, an intriguing baseball game. If you guys have been able to watch, I believe that's Flow Sports. I've watched a little bit of the games, obviously. Curtis and Danny have covered the game, so we haven't had – I've been just kind of followed around, you know, listening and, and watching, you know, watching on my phone what I can, stuff like that. But Razorback baseball keeps knocking at the door. Be interesting to see how this thing turns out this season for him. I mean, like, can we really imagine, like, Dave Van Horn for as many times as he's been to College World Series and all this stuff, like, before his career is over, not saying his career is close to being over, but not winning a national championship. I mean, obviously they – been as close as you could possibly get. Like, you couldn't be closer than they've gotten. And that was an unfortunate year. But, I mean, you got to – I feel like it. I don't see how Dave Van Horn could end his career with everything that he's done at Arkansas, Nebraska, and not end up winning a national championship at some point. Arkansas just keeps knocking at the door. And that's always been the secret. Like, it's rare just to, like, pop up and win a national championship out of nowhere. It's just like – banging at that door, no matter what the sport is, and eventually you knock it down and get it. And that's what baseball's been doing at Arkansas for a while now. A lot of intrigue around basketball, baseball, football. It's an exciting time. Recruiting never stops. All right, everybody, before we get out of here, one more time. If you haven't signed up for this deal, you're going to want to make sure you do it. Free CBS All Access slash Paramount Plus. It becomes, so CBS All Access will become Paramount Plus on March 4th. It's a $99.99 annual value that you will get for free as long as you're subscribed to Hog Sports. Okay? If you sign up here, for 50% off Hog Sports. It's normally $107.40. It's $53 and some, $53.70. So that includes, it's not just like CBS. There's also some CBS All Access program that's like specific to CBS All Access that you can't get just on CBS. But it's commercial free. It's also all the Paramount Plus content. It's Comedy Central, Nickelodeon. It's BET, MTV, Smithsonian. And I don't even know what all channels it is. But there's a, I mean, it's a big umbrella of content that you're going to get. So make sure to sign up at hogsports.com, H-A-W-G sports.com. There's no promo no promo code. Last check, we were leading at Hog Sports and new signups in the entire network, which I love seeing Arkansas up there at top. I think it says a lot about the fans, their passion for Razorback sports in a market where we're not supposed to be able to do it, and we do it anyway. All right, everybody. I want to say thank you to Curtis Wilkerson for joining us. Appreciate all of you guys for watching the show and you're asking your questions and making the show as popular as it is. Sign up for our deal. And we will be back with you guys on Thursday for a really interesting Hog Hoops Live with Curtis Wilkerson breaking down the Arkansas and Alabama game and looking ahead uh, to what's next on the schedule. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This has been Trey Biddy with hogsports.com, and we'll catch you next time.